0: But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of Hugh Latimer and Nicholas Ridley, bishops and martyrs in 1555. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and Merciful Lord grants you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 116 on page 423 of the prayer book. I love the Lord, because He heard the voice of my prayer, because He inclined His ear to hear me, Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, and the pains of the grave laid a hold of me. I suffered trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Indeed, our God is full of compassion. The Lord preserves the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again to your rest, O my soul. For the Lord has rewarded you. You have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore I will speak. I am greatly troubled. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he has done unto me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the presence of all his people. Dear, in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have broken my bonds asunder. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of you, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about two of my favorite martyrs of the church, Hugh Latimer and Nicholas Ridley. In July, 1553, King Edward VI died from a lung infection, and the crown passed to his older half-sister, Mary Tudor, who became the Queen of England. But unlike Edward, who had promoted Protestant teachings and reformations within England, Mary thoroughly rejected the teachings of the Protestant Reformation. She was determined to bring the Church of England back into the Roman Catholic Church. Queen Mary abolished Reformation doctrine and teaching, teaching that in response to medieval superstitious Catholicism had been summed up best in what we now call the five solas of the Reformation. Sola meaning alone. Sola Scriptura, by scripture alone. Sola Fide, by faith alone. Sola gratia, by grace alone. Solus Christus, through Christ alone. Soli Deo Gloria, glory to God alone. She outlawed English language liturgies so that the language of the common people would not be spoken in church, allowing only the Latin Mass. She removed all married priests from their churches. She insisted that stone altars be reinstated in churches. She restored the old laws against heresy, with newer and harsher punishments to be used against any of those who resisted. So many Protestants fled the country. But those who could not or would not flee faced Bloody Mary's wrath. Hundreds were burned alive at the stake, many working-class Protestant clergy among them and lay people, but also some leading bishops. Which brings us to our two martyrs for today, Hugh Latimer and Nicholas Ridley. Hugh Latimer began as a university preacher and chaplain at Cambridge, and he was initially opposed to the Reformation, but quickly turned around and then became one of its key English leaders, and he was made the Bishop of Worcester and eventually became chaplain to King Edward himself. Now, Nicholas Ridley, who was 13 years younger than Latimer, had a similar vocational journey after studying at Cambridge and the Sorbonne, became a leader within the English Reformation. He became chaplain to Archbishop Thomas Cranmer and then, like Bishop Latimer, the King's own chaplain. He was Bishop of Rochester, Bishop of London, and so it's not surprising that after the Protestant King Edward's death in 1553, that these two prominent English Reformation bishops would eventually be hunted down by Bloody Mary and brought to trial. It was 1554 that both Bishop Latimer and Bishop Ridley were arrested and tried for heresy. And remember, these so-called heresies were that the English language could not be used in worship, it must be in Latin. That priests could not be married, that the salvation by grace through faith, in fact, was not sufficient, but works were required, even indulgences, which could be purchased to bring your souls of loved ones into the kingdom through the unbiblical doctrine of purgatory. These kinds of so-called heresies were what brought these two prominent English bishops to the stake to be burned. It was October 16th, 1555, that these two bishops were taken to Broad Street in Oxford, which was chosen because of the best public view for an execution, tied to stakes, and burned. And before they died, the elder Bishop Latimer turned to his younger companion, Bishop Ridley, and said, "'Be of good comfort, Master Ridley, and play the man. We shall this day light such a candle by God's grace in England as I trust shall never be put out. And he was right. Three years later, Bloody Mary was dead. The Protestant Queen Elizabeth had taken the throne and that Reformation candle was lit again. When our church in Ottawa a number of years ago, it had to rename itself. I wanted the name Ridley and Latimer. I wanted us to be the chapel of the martyrs, Ridley and Latimer. But I got outvoted and we became St. Peter and St. Paul's. But the point is, these two central figures of the English Reformation, these two leading reformers who paid the final price, the greatest price for their faith, helped to pave the way afresh for a Church of England that would retain Protestant teachings, Reformation principles to this day for the sake of the world. This is the story of Hugh Latimer and Nicholas Ridley, the story of ordinary saints that God empowered to impact their generation with the gospel. May their story inspire you and remind you That God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with prayer number 110 on page 678 of the prayer book. This is a prayer for joy at the end of life. It's written by Miles Coverdale, who translated our Psalter, and it presses into the question of how a martyr, all of us, but even martyrs at the end, can have that heavenly vision in mind. Lord Jesus, be mindful of your promise. Think of us, your servants. And when we shall depart, speak to our spirits these loving words. Today you shall be with me in joy. O Lord Jesus Christ, remember us, your servants, who trust in you when our tongues cannot speak when the sight of our eyes fails, and when our ears are stopped. Let our spirit always rejoice in you and be joyful about our salvation, which you through your death have purchased for us. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at christchurchplano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.